Hey guys, thanks for tuning in the podcast. My name is Steve. I'm the chief exec- executive nobody of the Mesh News Project. Cointelpro. Look at that. The Cointelpro 2.0 podcast. I had to turn off those notifications there. The Cointelpro 2.0 podcast is a side project of the Mesh News Project. It's basically all the things that I learned in a program which had no resources no answers, etc. online, and the ones that are, the answers that are available are crazy. So I had to reverse engineer the spaceship of the new COINTELPRO program, the next iteration of the COINTELPRO program, which has been accelerated um, since um, the advent of Department of Homeland Security and things like the Patriot Act, etc., Today, we're going to talk about some things. I'm going to answer a question that I was given on one of our podcast platforms. And uh, yeah, so let's dive into it. So I've had a podcast where I talked about not purchasing cars after a certain year, like around 2007, 2008, because there's many cars that are what they're called drive by wire now. And that was basically because of... Um, the shit that I saw happen down here where, um, cars were driven off the road, um, made to get into car crashes, etc. while all this crazy stuff was happening down here to the military and intelligence community, um, back in San Diego around 2016, 2017, because part of the, um, WikiLeaks um, Weeping Angel hack release was notes on a universal software that was being developed by our intelligence community. This is in, uh, this has been published in WikiLeaks that basically takes control of your car. And it was part of the Weeping Angel leak, uh, that detailed other kinds of programs. But so the re- what I want to talk about today is there's some ways to circumvent that. <coughs> And uh, I'm going to kind of go into how they did that to my car or things that I've noticed on mine. Uh, But before we go into it, I'm going to answer a question that was posed on my podcast. uh, One of our podcasts, this stuff gets blasted out to a lot of different platforms. That's how we have such a large reach. And uh, somebody posed a question that said um, how I... He wanted to ask the details in it about um, how, when I was going through enhanced torture, how they tried to make me think that I did things that never happened. Um, one was downloading like naked pictures of minors and stuff like that. They tried to get me to believe that I did that like 20 years ago. And how they knew that never happened is because your ISP has a... Um, record of everything you do online and I only became of interest to these people only until after I mentioned the uh, JFK Jr. Um, information that I came across which set all this stuff into motion but what they basically do is they disillusion you they isolate you and they just keep hitting you over the head with this narrative that you did this you did this you did this and they abuse you 
Um, they will drug you, etc. And they will get you to start to second guess yourself. They'll get you to doubt yourself. And it's a whole process. I have a whole podcast on this. But somebody was... And this person is actually a creator. You know what I'm saying? He posed this question. So that's the only reason why I'm addressing this directly. And I had no idea that, you know, some of these creators were actually listening to the podcast. So that's super dope. But, uh, yeah. But, it, but you know what I'm saying? Um, they tried to get me to believe that I did by just hitting me over the head over and over and over and over and over and over and over. And I was like, no, that never happened. And then they'd be like, yes. And they'd hit me with radiation yes, you did this. And I was like, no, I didn't do this. And then they would put me through a whole like enhanced torture experience and then try to like, tell me, yes, you did this. And I was like, no, I didn't do this. And they just kept hitting me with that over and over and over again. And, you know, it wasn't until I had people help me that said those guys were doing fucked up shit to you because they already knew the answer to that question. And then they, and then the people who helped me even develop this podcast, showed me that like they know everything about you already they were just trying to get you to you know incriminate yourself on something that never happened so then they could try to use it to smear you and i was like oh well how do i fix this and then that's when they're like oh well first and foremost you know saying you know that they have a what's called your isp has a record of all your information they definitely know all your information they already have made like a psychological profile on you etc they know who you are and then they're like well now you should just go get a fucking polygraph test and then i went and got the polygraph test on top of the fact that um law enforcement already has all those records and then i also went to law enforcement i went to all law enforcement in my area and got them to report that that has never never been under investigation that they don't have records of any of that etc so then i doubled down on top of that so i have three different official justice department sources verifying it on top of my polygraph on top of the fact that i also got a copy of all my data especially from the fbi where i got my um what do you call it you get this thing from it's called your freedom of information act request and you can get all the data that's about you since as far back as you want. And I got to like 1997 and it came back to me, my freedom of information act request saying there was never any active investigation, etc., because of the accusations. So basically these people just abuse you and they try to get you to believe you did things you didn't do, but it really relies on isolation and abuse, um, enhanced interrogation techniques, etc. I go over it in much more detail. But that's just basically what happened. They just abuse the shit out of you. They isolate you. Um, they play a lot of games with you. Because basically, if they can't find anything wrong with you, and the government definitely, you're not on the government's, you know what I'm saying? You know, if you're on the government shit list, um, they'll just try to manufacture or try to get you to believe that you did something. Even though um, they, they have records, etc. And you can even pull the records to show none of that is true. But, um, so yeah. And then he mentioned the, this creator mentioned also, he's like, but you were, you mentioned something in some sort of YouTube comment about the same thing. And I was like, and to answer that, um, these people who put me through enhanced, uh, enhanced torture, a lot of the communication is via the internet. And these are some really naughty, 
government officials who use the internet like a giant telephone. They can customize your algorithm, etc. And so basically how you talk back to how I would talk back to him at a certain point was I would just leave comments on random videos or on Pinterest account pictures or whatever because I knew that they since they were looking at all my internet they would get this message and we would, we were having this dialogue and I remember just being like bro I you guys and this was just very soon after they tried to like ram that narrative down my throat and I was like I don't ever recall that ever happening and you guys are saying you're turning my love life upside down or whatever because of this shit like yet the police don't even fucking care do you know what I'm saying? And that was before I went on my journey of going to every law enforcement department, getting the Justice Department to verify that that never happened, getting um, every police, uh, every every law enforcement agency of every city I've ever lived in, of every county I've ever lived in, getting my Freedom of Information Act request from the FBI all the way back to 1997 then the polygraph and I even videotaped my interactions with a police department which has a close relationship with an FBI fusion center so I went the extra mile just to show like these people just basically abused the shit out of me because they were trying to smear me and they you know what I'm saying that's just part of the process but thank you for that creator reaching out to me and call me on the telephone oh, yeah call me on the telephone but uh, I'm not leaving the comment and, um, yeah, that was the answer to your question there, but, um, I appreciate the fact that you're, um, a listener to the podcast and yeah, man, it's just a crazy, it's a crazy, horrible thing that, uh, I've had to go through. Um, but I've done my due diligence and, you know, I've put a bunch of information. I put all the information available for people online of all me, of me going to all these law enforcement places of my polygraph. Um, gosh, I guess I should, I guess I could make like a video of my Freedom of Information Act request, um, full, uh, sheet that they gave me, I guess. I don't know. But so yeah, I went out of my way just to show people, Hey, you know, these people abuse the shit out of me. And they did that by isolating me and doing very horrible, mean things, which I've detailed over many podcasts in this series and um yeah so because um so so yeah just that's their there's the answer to your fucking question i guess um i just considering you are a creator i did want to and you're you know once with with quite a bit of clout you know and you did address me directly um i just wanted to uh answer that question and um you know, I made this, all this stuff available for you guys, and you can check it out at knowstevenbeckman.com, I'm being very transparent, and all I'm trying to do is move forward on exposing the bad stuff and help people at this point, um, and if you have any more questions, please feel free to reach out, but that was super cool, and, uh, I have no qualms about, uh, answering anything that you might have a question about, I understand we have, like, fucking 500 hours of podcasts and not everyone listens to every single one but i'm glad that you're a listener to the podcast and uh most likely you probably didn't hit that that podcast where uh i already addressed this stuff and it broke down the process of um how they of the isolation 
and getting you to doubt yourself, etc. And then um, there's even a great um, episode of Last Week Tonight where we pull up as well as a couple of other podcasts like when the Innocence Project went on Joe Rogan, etc. talking about how police lie to you and they can lie to you and just say things exist when they don't exist, etc. And um, we go over all that and on the podcast. I don't have the time to pull that up. I really want to talk about what's going on with the car, but I wanted to address you directly since you re- reached out to me. Anyways, getting back to it, the new stuff going on with my car. So I bought an older car um, because Uber was getting really expensive. But at the time I bought this car, I have now, um, you know, I was afraid to drive again because of all the crazy things that they did with my car last time. And... um, so I bought an older, older, older car. She's, it's almost 20 years old. Just because I was afraid of that that shit that takes takes control of your car, etc. And a lot of the a lot of cars like 2007 and newer have a lot of that built into it now. And um, unfortunately, these guys found a workaround. And I just want to talk about some of the things that are going on with my car that they are doing now. Now, most likely, um, they're dialing with some dialing in with some sort of GSM bug. GSM bug is basically, I mean, just type in um, like Arduino, like into YouTube. Just type in like Arduino, um, cell phone, GSM control, what have you. And believe it or not, lots of Arduino, it's basically like Raspberry Pi computers. Uh, you know, you can set them up where they can interact with different kinds of computers, etc. And you can remote dial into these computers uh, fairly easily. And there's all sorts of tutorials on how to do that, like Arduino and Raspberry Pi being able to use the SIM card to dial into the computer remotely. I imagine that's what they're doing on this thing. But, you know, I will tell you some of the things that they've done to my car just to mess with me. Uh, Since it is an older car, they did kind of a little bit of a custom job. And most likely they did, they've been, they installed this overnight or something when I wasn't, you know, when I was in the house. And um, here's some of the things that they've so far been able to do with my car as I was driving. They can turn on and off the dashboard so I lose all my information, how much gas I have, how fast I'm going, etc. They can fuck with the radio. They can move the the, um, position on your GPS to somewhere that you're not. Um, They can lock, unlock your car remotely fucking what else have they done that i've noticed and they just do this basically like bragging that's basically what it is um because i'll just be in my car and they would just like go crazy with it uh they they fuck with the clock they make the clock go forwards and backwards and skip through time etc and they just decide random times to do it and they're basically just like fucking with me um what else 
Uh, they can make my car, they can tell my car how much gas it has in it. So even if I like get a certain amount of gas in the car, they can then tell the computer to tell itself that it only has this much gas or what have you. Um, they can mess with the diagnostics. So it makes the car misfire. It can make the transmission shift like crap or normal. Um, gosh, what else? I think that's so far about it. Also, when I was driving, they were like setting the alarm off and then like chirping it, unchirping it while I was driving the car. Um, and like I said, this stuff is basically just to fuck with me. Uh, but, you know, it is what it is. But I will tell you, though, that if you do get an older car to try to be safe from that stuff that is like the drive-by wire stuff that can take over your steering wheel, etc., um, just because they can't take control of my steering wheel doesn't mean that they can't, or they can't for you, plug in your car's computer remotely and um, mess with the software of the car. And yeah, I just wanted to go ahead and update you guys on that. That's the kind of stuff I know so far, all the stuff that they mess with. Um, and the only reason I want to tell you that is because, you know, I inform you guys about you know, these newer cars and how they can get this drive-by wire shit and drive your car off the fucking road, etc. Um, but they can still mess with your car. They can still make things scary. I'm trying to think of some of the things that they did to mess with, um, my car. Let's see. Um, you guys know after I did that podcast where I tried to leave San Diego County and there's that barrier between San Diego County and you drive through Camp Pendleton on the way to Orange County. It's like five to ten miles. And then, you know, there were no cars on the road. And then all of a sudden, they just emerged from nowhere. Meaning, it either came from the DHS checkpoint. Or they came from the base. And then they started hitting me with that radiation shit. Well, after I made that trip, I guess they didn't think that I was going to venture out. They, th I guess they thought that they scared me really good in the past where I'd be too scared to leave the county because they really did fucking blast the shit out of me with this, that radiation shit. Um, yeah, so they killed my dash for a couple of days. They just killed it completely. So I couldn't, so if I put gas in the car, or what I couldn't see anything. I couldn't see how fast I was going. I couldn't see how much gas was in my car. Um, I couldn't see, you know, the oil temperature or nothing. And, uh, they did that base for, I don't know, about three days or so. And that was, I'm imagining basically to make sure to, you know what I'm saying? So I don't know what's going on with my car and to try to discourage me from leaving again. But then they decided to turn it back on. Um... But I had this podcast about trench coating that I also, where I talk, it's called trench coating. That's the podcast where I talk about how a lot of these contractors, these, these, these government tech contractors or whatever, these guys that did this enhanced torture stuff, um, how they're all plugged into all your socials and your, your algorithm and they're plugged into your Google and they'll, 
they'll even make, you know, they'll even tailor your search results. Um, basically they did a uh, trench coating is just a term I invented because it's kind of like, think of like a naked dude with a trench coat and he reveals himself to you and only you in the middle of the street. So only you and him both know there's a naked man in that trench coat. And no matter how much you scream, hey, there's a naked guy. Like, no one sees a naked guy. They just see some guy in a trench coat. So that's kind of where I came up with the term of trench coating. And um, they do that for a myriad of things. They do that for your Alexa um, smart devices. They do that for your smart TV. Well, they'll take control of your TV. They'll do it for your computer, your laptop, your cell phone, your tablet, your fucking smartwatch whatever it is, whatever device connects the internet, they, they, they can have full control over it. And they will let you know in various ways by doing little stunts, which is, I call trench coating. And then, uh, it wasn't too long after I, um, tried to leave the county just to test what would happen again. Did they reveal how much control they had over my car? I mean, one time I was driving and it just went bananas like, it was just, all my fucking dials were, were going around in circles, and the clock was going forward, then backward, and then my alarm kept setting off while I was driving, and da-da-da-da. But this wasn't, um, but, uh, you know what I'm They were just, that was just their way of letting me know, like, bitch, we control everything about your life. And they constantly remind you of that. Um, I remember on my phone getting, getting, uh, a message on my phone saying, how, how are you going to drive if you don't know what you're doing? And, um, that was the day right before they cut off my, my dashboard completely on my dashboard. Um, so I couldn't see how much gas, the temperature, how fast I was going, nothing. They just decided to fucking kill it. And it's crazy that they have this much kind of control and I don't have any, I don't have any kind of specialized training to mess with computers or what. So, like, if I'm going, if I was going to just start digging into wires and shit like that on my car, I just really wouldn't know the first place to go. So, I mean, and they, and a lot of these guys, they know that. And so that's where they have so much confidence when they do fuck with you, especially if they understand how tech savvy you are. Um, they'll just. Those run the gamut on your house, man. On, 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 on your life. So, I mean... Two things I wish I would have had under my belt before I uh, went into this situation. If I could do it all over again. Was knowing how to program. Knowing things about general electrical engineering and electronics. And knowing how to speak Spanish. My life would have been so much easier. But yeah, so even if you have an older car and you're trying to stay safe, just understand they can hook into that shit and still have quite a bit of fun with it and fuck with you quite a bit um, and make things difficult. So you're not totally out of the woods if you don't own a drive-by-wire car, but it definitely helps to make sure someone can't like drive your car off of a fucking cliff or something. Which can totally happen. So, yeah. So even if you have an older car, you're still not safe. 
and then they can do it remotely. They don't even need to be there. Um, you know, I'm you know I'm saying I imagine there's a little bit of a hack involved, but they were definitely fucking with me um, after I kind of came to the realization that um, my shit was totally hacked. But yeah, so those are some of the things that they can do. Um, and they can use it to play all sorts of games, too. Like, think about if you don't know about shit that's going on with your car. And, like, in my case, they keep trying to keep me poor. They keep stealing my gas. They keep trying to take my resources. And so, I remember um, they would keep me from leaving my car when they decided to turn off my dash. Um, and that gave them all sorts of... because. You know, I didn't, if I put gas in my car, I didn't want to leave my car or go into somewhere or whatever because they're just so crazy hypervigilant with stealing my fucking gas. And they're, and they already keep you poor constantly. So every bit of resource matters. And I remember they would just make sure that I would stay in my car by cutting off my dash completely. They use that as a, as a means of doing fucked up things. Um, they'll cut off, you know, your, you know, information panels or whatever. So you don't know what's going on with your car. They'll make your car drive like shit. Um, all sorts of things. So just, yeah. So you're not out of the fucking woods, even if you get an older car. Um, they will, there's like some sort of hack that they plug in to the computer or something and it does some pretty crazy shit and because of things like our Adreno computers are so small and so easy to hide and that you can basically dial into them they can also do it uh, remotely so even if your car doesn't have a, a you know it's an older car it doesn't have like a built in internet connection they can just get a, make a GSM um, kit out of like an Arduino or Raspberry Pi or whatever, then they can just dial into your fucking car. So it doesn't necessarily have to be built in. Yeah. Cool. I just want to tell you guys that because who knows what the fuck could happen. Um, and I've already made a podcast about how all those new cars and that drive by wire shit, etc. But now I'm having this problem with the older car and they kind of did that trench coating shit where they, for like a couple of days, they were just like showing off and making my fucking dash do crazy things. And it's fucking scary, bro, that the government has this much control and they just, they flex on you, bro. They fucking flex on you. Like kind of like ghost in the machine type shit. They'll flex it on you, make things go haywire or whatever, just to let you know, just to remind you, Hey, this is ours. You own this, but we, we control this shit. This is our shit. Yes, we're always watching you. We know where you're at. Da, 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 da. It's like a constant reminder. And it fucking sucks, man. And I've mentioned before in previous podcasts how there are retired guys from the intelligence community here in San Diego. A lot of these guys um, get into restoring cars, etc. But in reality, it's because they also, since they grew up in, or, or grew up, I guess, but since they came up through 
that community when you part ways and um, they're paranoid as well about you know what could happen to them or what have you because the government does get paranoid especially when you get older they think you're going to start spilling secrets um, that's a real thing and there's a lot of older old timers or ex and intel um, guys who retire here because San Diego has a huge military community retirement um, active duty veteran you know recent veterans etc and um a lot of the guys who get out of intelligence, they don't trust because they understand what the government's capable of and how paranoid they are. So a lot of these guys, they get into restoring older cars, etc. And um, it looks like a fun hobby, but in reality, they're also doing it for their safety because they understand about how you can hack a car and the fucked up things you can do in case they get paranoid or what have you. So lots of these guys, they'll get good at doing the car stuff here in San Diego, and it's mainly a survival technique, but it's masked as some sort of pastime. I should probably get into that. I mean, I know how to wrench on cars, but I don't know jack about car computers or nothing. But, uh, yeah, so they can still do some crazy funky shit to your car, and um, even if it's not within that window of cars, which many of them, after like 2007 or so, have that drive-by wire kind of system. And I just wanted to share that with you. And I hope that information helps. Um, I hope this message finds you. As I broadcast from San Diego from deep inside the filter bubble. Thanks.